Blog Talk Radio. And Doc, as you know what they say, bro, you got to SEO up those titles, you know, team names in there. Oh, hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. We just got caught SEO practicing. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. Got to get those team names in the titles, yo. Doghouse on the line after the Nationals' 4-2 win over the Miami Marlins opening day in D.C., Looks like it's getting a little cloudy now, but it was a beautiful day in the nation's capital. Nice and cool for Strasburg out there. Some San Diego weather for his first start. That's where we'll begin. Doghouse uh, Nationals 70 and 8 in his starts when he gets three more, three or more runs of support while in the game. He didn't get that today while he's in the game, but they uh, made it up afterwards. Uh, some late runs by the Nationals, but pitching out of the stretch uh, extens- exclusively throughout this game. Uh, no concerns with the velocity there. He sat 96 most of the game, a couple 97s, 98s up there on the board. Really looked dominant. Uh, they jumped on some first pitch uh, fastballs from him, scored two runs on RBI hits by Giancarlo Stanton and Marcelo Zuna in the fourth to take a 2 nothing lead. But a really decent outing by Strasburg there. I was impressed with what I saw from him. Struggled a little in that inning, but ends up going seven innings, six hits, two runs, two earned, three Ks. More importantly, I think 12 ground ball outs on the day. Uh, impressive start from Strasburg and didn't look like he was losing much staying out of the stretch. Yeah, he he came out throwing gas. Uh, and I think the, he was in a, in the first inning that, that high fastball that got Yelich swinging on, I think that was 98. Uh, so he was certainly throwing hard. Uh, the, the, the stretch doesn't seem to have hurt his velocity much at all. Um, a, a good outing. You know me. I would have preferred more strikeouts because I, I <laughs> strikeouts are sexy, as uh, as uh, we we all know from uh, from the eyes staring at us from right field. Now it's, it's, <laughs> they are a little different for those of you who weren't at the game. And I, I don't know if this showed up on the Madison broadcast. This is very disturbing. Little close up of Scherzer's face staring at you now from on top of the utility building over the the restaurants in the right field pavilion and it's uh it's a little creepy I, i'm like looking right at it from my seats but uh <laughs> speaking of other pitchers on the staff yeah strasburg good outing um we were all rolling our eyes and and forecasting doom there when he struggled a little bit i guess it was in the fourth because he was giving up some some pretty hard contact uh several batters in a <laughs> row uh but you know he had uh he had the McChatty. The, 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 we'll we'll still use that as the as the name for it when Maddox came out. The McMaddox. And, uh, he got a shoulder rub from Maddox. Little... Right. <laughs> Could, to put him back into a good place psychologically, or or I I don't know if he was tipping something or they they just got lucky on him on a few pitches there. Um, you know he got predictable, but he he recovered from it. You know, we we were all doing our typical Nats fans thing, you know, screaming for Dusty to pull him, but he stayed in for three more innings and, you know, gave up a couple of hits, but went through it and really didn't seem to get rattled by it. Uh, he he seemed to have stuck with his game plan, uh, attacked hitters, and kept racking up outs. So seven innings, two, two runs, I, I think I'll take that most days. We're joined now, Doghouse, by Matt Wyrick, uh, one of the new voices on Federal Baseball that we had ahead of the season. Matt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going, guys? Show us what you got, you joining us. Thanks. No <laughs> so problem. Just, 
<laughs> what do you so think of Strasburg's stand quite right, a few Matt. times tonight? <laughs> Stop yelling What's at up? Strasburg and Matt. What do you think of Strasburg's <laughs> first outing there? Uh, had that one little rough inning, a few hard hit balls, but overall six hits, two earned runs, three Ks on the day. Uh, a nice outing from Strasburg. Offense picked him up in the end and got him a win. But what do you see from there? I, I assume you're watching from home on TV, but uh, you probably got a better look at him than most of us did in the park. Yeah, I mean, the fastball looked great, hit 98 there early. Um, I really like the ground ball outs. Like Doghouse said, strikeouts are sexy, but, I mean, you can't argue with 12 ground ball outs. There was a lot of weak contact there. Uh, he had everything working except for maybe that fourth inning. But overall, I think that, you know, six hits, not too bad. Um, uh, I was a little wary of him starting opening day. I know he has a good history of it, but I felt like since he hasn't pitched in a while, maybe it's a little rusty coming in, but he just he looked like Strasburg, so can't complain. Okay, so Dusty Baker talked after the – final exhibition game on Saturday down in Annapolis about the troubles with running and score, runners in scoring position late in spring training said that was one thing that he was focused on improving going into the season. Uh, not exactly a great day for the nationals in that case, Jason worth in particular over four, three K's five <laughs> left on base, Stephen drew over four, five left on base, two for 10 with runners in scoring position on the day, uh, six left on base overall. They got the big homers from Harper and Lind, which we'll get to in a moment, but uh, overall, they were chasing a lot of pitches from Volquez. Uh, Dusty described him as uh, effectively wild, which is a nice way of saying your batters were chasing stuff out of the zone all day. But uh, offense wasn't necessarily there, but they got the big hits when they needed them. Worth looked a yeah, little slow, worth- in my opinion. I mean, that bat speed was just – it didn't seem like it was there. It, he, he just looked like he wasn't seeing the ball. Uh, some of those swings he took yeah. were just – where did you think the ball was? Because clearly it did not end up there. And I'm kind of uh, wondering to myself if uh, maybe we've got another laser candidate there. Of course, that's the first thing I say every time someone has a bad game like that. <laughs> but uh, Drew, Drew, we don't have as, as high of expectations for. You know, he, he's, he is a fill-in guy. Uh, but Worth really looked terrible. But how about that, Ryan Zimmerman, two for four, huh? It was still on the ground. Got it. I mean, he was you hitting him in the right spots, but you want to see that launch angle up a little bit. Yeah. As I definitely hashtagged a few launch angle in uh, whatever <laughs> tweets going out there. But, Matt, uh, are you worried about Jason Worth at all? It's easy to say it's one game, and uh, Brad Ziegler in particular is throwing Frisbees up there. Not easy to hit. He's really kind of slowballing him and uh, getting him to swing and strike out there at the end of the game. But, uh, Jason Worth is definitely a question mark going into this season. He's going 37, going on 38. He's up there in years, uh, the last season of his contract. So you think he's going to want to have a big season if he wants to keep playing more. But uh, we've seen over the last couple of years, uh, Dave Nichols, who was on the show with us the last few years, talked about how he thinks he's a pretty much a guest hitter at this point. And you saw some of that today when you end up swinging at balls that bounce on the way to the plate. Not necessarily a good look. Well, I think if you expect Worth to return to his 2014 form, you're kidding yourself. He's just a different player now. I mean, age has not really treated him well. Injuries kind of set him back a little bit. But I still think he can be a productive player. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him hitting two at this point. I mean, he did excel pretty well last year in the role, but he was only a league average hitter overall. I think he had a 99 OPS plus. So, I mean, moving forward, I would be perfectly comfortable with having him uh, hitting behind Rendon. I was a little worried, actually, in fact, with Zimmerman hitting in front of him. I was kind of questioning that move. Uh, I thought Worth would 
just because of his contract and the fact that he had a better year last year, really given the nod. But I guess uh, Dusty liked what he saw to Zim. But overall, I wouldn't say I'm worried about Worth. I just say to temper expectations about him, and you should be just fine. Okay, so trailing two nothing going, two nothing going into the sixth. There, finally get uh, to the bullpen. David Phelps comes on, gets a line out from Adam Eaton, but Bryce Harper steps in, just absolutely crushes a pitch, puts one uh, just underneath the second deck in right field over the WB Mason sign out there, just absolutely destroyed it. I think that's his fifth or sixth home run on opening day. Gets the Nationals on the board and kind of started the offense. Then Adam Lynn comes through, first at bat as a National, pinch hit, two out, two run, home run in the seventh to put the Nationals ahead, 3-2. They add one in the eighth to 4-2, but Bryce Harper got it all started, and you really couldn't ask for a better uh, Nationals debut from Adam Lynn putting one out over the Geico sign in center. I mean, that, that's the dream, right? The, you, first first uh, at bat in a pressure spot, you, you hit the go-ahead dinger. Uh, Good for him. I hope we, he comes through uh, in a lot more spots. And quite frankly, if we get to see a little bit of competition here in this first base platoon with both of them being productive, you know, if between the two of them they can come up with one or two wins this season, I will be ecstatic because right now I am, I am feeling we'll be fortunate to get replacement level out of the two of Lind and Zim. But, uh, of course, what they did tonight is, is going to be the, the, the model for everything that happens the rest of the season, right? All, it's all good. At, yeah, uh, overall, I thought Bryce Harper a great game. Just in oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. I was just gonna say Bryce Harper eight home runs in spring training, twenty four games. Gets one early in the game uh, season here today. Put the Nationals on the board. Uh, Dusty Baker said after the game he was the first guy who was locked in in spring training. Had to kind of slow him down a little bit so he wouldn't get stale. And people were wondering should he save some. Uh, Dusty's answer to those guys was no. You've got to perfect that and just let him keep coming on, keep on coming. So, nice start to the season by Harper. Uh, we all know he struggled a little bit last year. That's what you consider struggling for a player like him, obviously. But a uh, good start to the season for Harper to get off there. A few shaky at bats in the beginning with runners in scoring position, but a really big blast there by Harper. Yeah, I mean, if you actually look at the headlines this spring you don't see Harper's name a lot aside from the home runs, which, I mean, it feels like every year he's making some statement, uh, World Series, uh, where's my ring, or uh, make baseball fun again. He's always got something going on. But this year he, I read an article saying he's, he's more focused, he's locked in, kind of given those, um, I mean, you probably know, but those like stereotypical answers, just putting my ABs in, all that. Um, so he seems a little more focused. He's married now. He's gotten a little bit older. I think having that down year has been – maybe a little good for him. I think that uh, he's still that same player from 2015. He certainly has that potential, and there's no reason to think that he can't have a season like that this year. Yeah, the game will humble you somewhat. Uh, whether or not he was injured last year, they still won't admit to that, even though his agent, Scott Boris, has hinted as much uh, in the papers and mm-hmm. in the press over the winter. So you got to think there was some factor in that, but – uh, it looked like he was also just struggling all around, kind of got his mechanics out of whack. I, I don't like to give Joe Madden as much credit as some of the national writers do because uh, Dusty Baker pointed out that he was struggling before that series when they walked him repeatedly last year. But, Coincidence. Uh, <laughs> we got to see what, see if he can bounce back. Uh, I was really impressed. He's probably going to go kind of unsung here, Doghouse, but uh, – Sammy Solis came out there with a quick eight pitch, uh, one, two, three, eighth inning after the Nationals took a four, uh, after the Nationals 
took the 3-2 lead. They added one in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Solis with a really impressive outing there. They keep on putting him in those high-pressure situations. He doesn't get the press of everyone else, but uh, really impressive there. Well, and if you look at the, the WPA table, which is right in front of me, of course the winner is Adam Lind, who you, you always win a lot when you get a lot, uh, when you hit a go-ahead hit. But uh, number two, Sammy Solis coming in and shutting it down in the eighth. He, I think, was, was an absence that the team really felt strongly in uh, late last year and in the postseason. Having him back, having him healthy, and uh, having that crafty lefty with, uh, with the power arm in there is, going to be immensely valuable in the bullpen, and we saw a flash of that tonight. Matt, this we also got to get Sorry. a good look at Blake Trinan as the uh, first save opportunity of the season. Uh, Dusty Baker talked about him having a closer personality after the game. He said we asked him the last day after we made up our minds. He said he would love the opportunity to close, and he certainly has the stuff. And Dusty asked him how come he never stressed that or even mentioned it to us that he wanted to close. And Blake said he just wasn't didn't think it was his place. He's kind of a humble, quiet guy, but. Uh, we've seen a few examples over the years when he gets out there in a pressure situation, gets the crowd behind him. He, uh, I think Mike Maddox described it this winter as turning from a puppy dog into a bulldog over the last year. And see him out on that mound facing the middle of the order, he just went right at him. And a really nice uh, debut, uh, spring debut, as a uh, season debut, I should say, as a closer for Blake Trinan there. Really just shut the middle of the Marlins order down in the ninth. Oh, yeah, that slider looked great. I mean, I've been high on Blake Trinan all spring, all off season, really. Um, he's one of my favorite players on the team. I think he's had the stuff for years. I think FP on a broadcast one time called it the most hittable 98 he's ever seen. And, I mean, he's really taken a lot of strides forward last year, uh, had a breakout season in my opinion. He established himself as a premier setup man and a uh, fireman of sorts. But um, overall, this bullpen, it's pretty deep. Uh, I think a lot of people don't give – the Nats credit for the bullpen they put together. I mean, even if you don't say that Trinan is the stereotypical closer and the proven closer, behind him you've got Joe Blanton, Sammy Solis, Sean Kelly, Coda Glover. I mean, these are all guys that are proven, and besides Glover, uh, had some great years in the past couple seasons. So I, for one, am very optimistic about this bullpen. The Nats, they finished second in ERA last year in the National League. I don't see why they can't do so again. Yeah, doghouse. I think the closer conversation this win, uh, this spring kind of overshadowed the fact that they did build up a lot of depth in this bullpen over the last few years. You mentioned Coda, uh, Matt mentioned Coda Glover as the unproven one out there. He's also an unproven guy with a 95, 97 mile an hour fastball that you can throw out there now in the sixth and seventh to kind of bridge to the other guys at the back of the bullpen. Uh, you have a lot of high end arms there, a lot of mid 90s fastballs and. Blake Trinan out there. Uh, Matt also mentioned that, that slider that he threw to Boer there to get him. Uh, Dusty Baker talked about that afterwards. Said uh, I told Matt, Matt Weeders this is his first op- save opportunity. Uh, I told him to work with him. That's his job. He's been in that situation many, many times with the unclosers. And so you got to give them both credit for calling that pitch. Blake for having the guts to throw it and Weeders for having the confidence to call for it. Uh, he's known as a uh, sinker baller mostly, but that slider is a really effective pitch, and when people are keying on the fastball and you just drop that slider in there, it's a, a vicious pitch and can do real a lot of damage, especially on lefties. You bury it inside, back foot them, and could be a really effective weapon for trying going forward. Uh, especially considering that he came back from, what, 3-0 and on that at-bat. Uh, that, that, I think, really shows a lot of... Uh, mental toughness and adaptability, and good on Weeders. He hasn't had a, a lot of time to learn the staff. 
And as we were walking back from the ball game, you know, Mrs. Doghouse was wondering when Strass was struggling in the fourth, how much of that was, was Weeders working with him and knowing what pitches to call, where to put the glove, how to settle him down, uh, sort of in concert with Maddox to, to move the team forward. And he actually got a hit today. So I will, uh, I will cut down on my Weeders bashing for one day here. <laughs> a 4-2 win. Doghouse, Matt, thanks both for joining us. Uh, we're unfortunately going into the longest day of the baseball season, in my opinion. A day off after opening day is always tough when you get right back into it. But the Nationals and Nats Nightly will be back Wednesday night after the second of three with the Marlins. 4-2 to two today, 1-0 and on the season after the win. Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. We'll talk to both of you guys later in the week. Go Nats. Sounds good. Go Nats.